0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Erica. We are the Shieldcraft Junkies and this is our podcast.
0: It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, wants to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning, Erica. How are you today?
1: I'm very good. Good morning, Sam. Yes. Good morning to our listeners, because we've not said good morning to them for a while. So. Oh, who are they? Hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good morning, everybody. Yes. <laughs> and it's a lovely day. It is. Hopefully
1: it's a lovely day where you are too. So,
0: Yeah.
1: What have you been doing?
0: Oh, gosh. Um, what have I been doing? seems so long ago that we last chatted. Um, I know. It does feel a long, long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh So, what did I do? I've been to Hever Castle to do a showcase there. Um, that was quite nice. It was it, that was a lovely day actually. The weather oh, was gorgeous, so it brought out quite a lot of people. We had, I think, there was about a hundred couples or so. Wow. Around. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So I did a lot of chatting. That was very nice. Um, and then. I did a a small six-tier wedding cake. Um, (laughs) Only six, (laughs) yeah, only six. Oh, two of which were dummies Um, that went to Detling Showground. Okay, Um, which was it was really pretty. I mean, it was very straightforward. The the tiers were just covered in uh, ivory fondant, uh, which is fine. But there's nothing, so they just they had silk flowers on it and then one one two the third tier up had a cake wrap Mm. um so there was no room for kind of error if you know what I mean. Yeah yeah you try keep working on the sides they've got to be perfect (laughs) it's lovely um so yeah so the the one thing that I have learnt from doing that cake uh, apart from it was the first time I'd actually wired silk flowers together and put them on a cake okay um which made me a little bit nervous because the the stems are a lot thicker than when yeah, we make sugar flowers. Yeah there's not necessarily
1: a lot of stem either
0: No like... well I had I had a lot I did get a lot of stem because the the place where they come from they are on long stems so I told my bride okay. where she went and bought them so she got what she wanted um I could have done with another couple That was just Mm. my opinion, but it was fine. We may do with, um, I may do with what what I had. Um, But yes, wiring them together and then putting them in the cake um, was, I I found that a little bit hard because obviously the the wires are thicker. Yeah. Um, Did you
1: still like put the sprays into the cake or did you kind of attach them to the outside?
0: I put, uh, so one lot was on the base So I created a mound of paste on the board and kind of stuck them in and then um, it was pinned into the side, but the bottom one was a dummy cake, so that was okay. Okay. Then there was two that I actually inserted into the cake in posy Picks. I think that actually managed to stay up on their own, so I didn't need to pin them in, thankfully. Um, And then there was a spray that was on the top – but again, I did those individually, so I created a mound of paste, and I was able to just poke them into the paste and not, obviously, directly into the cake. Hmm. So that was fine. Okay. Um, and then they had a pose. Then they had a topper to go on, and the pain. I wish. So note to everybody that makes toppers: could you please make a six-six inch pick, not a four-inch <laughs> pick. <laughs> Because it's really small. By the time you actually put that into the cake.
1: Yeah. Particularly if you've got anything at the base of it, it's not necessarily flush to the top of the cake, is it?
0: No. So I did struggle with actually putting that in. And if it was me, but I couldn't get hold of the bride beforehand, um, I would have actually bought the pick down so where I've done the last two cakes and had it in front of the mm. put it a tier down.
1: Yeah. So you could like actually that. read it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I found that you got, it got lost, but that's that's the design that we had worked to, mm. and I couldn't get hold of her to make any alterations, so I wasn't going to. Yeah. So I put it where it was, but I thought we got lost. Um, and so, yes, and, and the other thing that I learned was do not give your bride too many options. <laughs> 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 so my the, – the issue – well, it wasn't an issue, but – the tier that had the edible print on, we started originally as a four-tier cake. Okay. Then we went up to a six-tier cake. But where the edible print or the cake wrap was going to be, um, it would be too far up. So it was just another tier up. Right. And I think the balance wouldn't look right. So I said, we need to bring that print down a tier. But obviously that makes that bigger. So yeah. we needed more print. And so the only, yeah um, I had two options, which in hindsight was an error to give to the bride. Um, <laughs> so option one was two A3 sheets uh, to, to print and cuff, which gave you two joins on the cake. Yeah. Option two was A4 sheets. But they weren't, because when it's printed, and because obviously it's to scale, it wasn't huge. So in order to complete the, the, um, the tier, I needed five pieces. God. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, the, and the problem with that was, obviously, there was going to be joins at the front or near the front of the cake. Mm. Um, and the difference in price was £20. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So £20 to have two joins, nothing at the front of your cake. When you're spending on a six-tier cake, you know, kind of, mm. and or five joins around your cake. Okay. Uh, so next time, now I know this, next time, there's no option.
1: <laughs> just No, and I just do you feel in. like... The twenty pound that she that they've saved on the edible print, they've spent on time for you to try and make it all fit together. Um,
0: well, yeah, I let's put it this way: I didn't see that twenty quid any which way. Uh. <laughs> Someone spent it. Yeah, <laughs> was it wasn't coming my way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. There must be maybe there's easier ways of putting cake wraps on, but trying to match up. It wasn't a. a um, image that had a repeat pattern oh okay so i couldn't match it if you like Mm. so that was another one of the the problems i had um was it floral it it was floral so the image that she originally found which i believe was pre her even getting engaged right okay (laughs) (laughs) she found and put this image away and said i really like that cake um of course You can find the image. It was a floral image, a beautiful uh, floral image. You can find it on the internet, but the pixels were such that when you blew it up, it was just going to be really pixelated. And, you know, so it wasn't going to be any good. So I said to her, the best thing I would do is go and find a a nice floral uh, wallpaper that you Mm. like, order a sample, and then we'll take a photo of it. And we'll use that as the image on the cake. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So note to self, the other thing (laughs) that happens is when ordering uh, really good quality um, samples of wallpaper, Mm. uh, they come folded in the post. (laughs) So So what you really need is to
1: go and take a trip to a shop and physically get some.
0: Yes. Either do that or request when it's sent, even if you have to pay a little bit more or request when it's sent, could they do it in a tube? Yeah. Because I then had to take because uh, she did leave it to me to do the photographing. Obviously. Yeah. Another error. Never costed that bit in. Um <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of rookie errors in this cake. Yeah. Um take a photo of it, but very, very slightly. And you didn't see it on the print that much, to be fair, unless you knew where you was looking. Mm. but there were slight light it's more about the light difference when you take the photo yeah than actually seeing the creases because you can't get it completely flat you know you can try and pin it down as as much as you can to take a photo Mm. but there's still slight light difference so yeah that would be my top tips
1: what you really need is rather than try and pin it down you need like a bit of spare wood and have actually just wallpapered it to the wood And then take a picture of it because then it'd be flat, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah. But you know, she wasn't paying me. No. (laughs) (laughs) So so yes, if I was doing it for myself, yeah, yeah. But no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't enough that you would notice it. Um, I just noticed it because I did it. Yeah, it's like all those things that you do, and probably. They probably didn't notice the joins. I did manage no. to hide one of the joins with uh, the flowers. Um, the other join I could see, but I tipped the uh, the second image round so it looked like it was kind of mirroring slightly, but it, it wasn't, you know. Okay.
1: Well, the picture you showed me, I don't think it was that obvious because I think yeah. where it was on the cake, there was other things that were
0: yeah, kind of yeah. the
1: focal point.
0: Yeah, distracted you, didn't it? Hmm. So I will, well, I'll I'll ping it over. We can post it now. Yeah. Um, but another thing, I've yet to hear back from her, and she has a stand and a cake knife and slice of mine. I've sent an email, and I'm like, oh. So on the plus side, yes, I do have deposits. Yeah. But I would like them back.
1: Yeah, I'd rather have the stand. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, well, yes, because I've, I actually borrowed the stand from someone else, and okay. I did say... I've taken the deposit. So if it doesn't come back, I'll ping her the deposit. And that's, yeah. you know, she's recompensed. But yeah. it's a pain in the backside. Got you. So, um, yes, oh, gotcha. So, yes, that's another thing to chase up. Um, what else have I done? Been to uh, Spa Valley Railway and did a murder mystery for oh. uh, Sugarcraft Guild. Okay. Uh, that was quite fun. I uh, t- didn't know what to expect at all. Um, Where so is Spa turn- Valley? It is Tunbridge Wells. Okay, Tombridge Wells in Kent. And, um, yeah, so we turned up and all there is is three actors and actresses, right? Mm. Just three of them, cast of three. And there's been a murder and you have to, by listening to what they say, uh, find out who the murderer is. Yeah. But you get a sheet of paper and you're actually supposed to do a lot more writing than we did. Um, (laughs) Uh, you get points. We didn't realize this. At the end, they they mark it out of a grand total of 64. Okay, of very precise. Um, yes. <laughs> and they uh, So the more you write, the more points you get. But we didn't realize this because oh, we were like okay. scribbling at the end. You know, when you're just chatting, chatting, chatting. And then yeah. you're like, oh, we better write something down. Um, but on the basis that we did all of that, we actually came second. So that's okay. not bad. We did get the murderer. Um Yay. But it changes every time. So yeah. you can have different ones, and they've got lots going on down there. So I really recommend um, that. Okay, um, but yeah, they did have a they did have a character um, who didn't make an appearance, but she was called. I have to say this properly, Betty Swallocks. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. we did a Phineas Fart and the Viscount Stroganoff. So it was, (laughs) it was quite, it was quite funny, but you get, so you get on the train, we had a fish and chip supper. Okay. And then the the train goes and they do a few little bits in the carriage and then you go up to another step platform and you get out of that platform and then they have more scenario type things there. Mm. And then you get back in the train and you go back again and then they come through the carriage again and do uh, a few more bits. And then you've given time to write it all up. And and then you head back to the station where they all is revealed. Ah. So yeah, that was that was really good. That was really good. Um and I went to see Deep Purple and Blue Oyster Cult the other night. Very nice. So I feel, oh, yeah, this is my quota of going out for the year, I reckon. <laughs> it's the most you'll ever do in one yeah. month. <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah. So that was and that was really good. Although they were very aged now. <laughs> and I well
1: that, that happens really doesn't it. Yeah you know, I know. I
0: know it's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but you think you know by the time you get to 77 you might retire. Um nice. but they, I did think at one point the keyboard pair you you know they go into their little bits of um uh, showing off shall yeah. we say. So the keyboard pair started and everyone else went I think they went for a coffee. Um, oh. and, and <laughs> changed. Maybe a glass of wine uh, while we were listening to the keyboard player, and he started going into pomp and circumstance. I thought I was at the last night of the proms, so and was going to have to stand up and start bobbing. And then he started going into maybe it's because I'm a Londoner. And I thought am i at a heavy metal concert, or am I... <laughs> so have I just taken drugs and I'm on a time warp somewhere? <laughs> a bit of
1: Chas and Dave, even. <laughs>
0: It probably would have gone down all right. To be fair, everyone seemed to be loving it. (laughs) it a eclectic mix. Yeah, very, very. Yeah. So, what have you been up to? Um,
1: I have done my demo for Newbury branch of the BSG, where I did my little witch model.
0: Oh, cool! How did that go?
1: They seem to like it. They've got (laughs) quite a lot of beginners in their group, so I don't think they were so concerned with it being like a really difficult model. It was yeah. more picking up sort of basic techniques and tips and that sort of thing that they were more keen on. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're a very nice. crowd. They've got a lovely venue. They're in a college. Really nice Ooh. and bright and airy and lovely.
0: How long did it um, take you to get over there? Do
1: you know what? It wasn't too bad. I think it was about an hour and 40 minutes or something wow. like that. Because I can go from Paddington. So I've got the bus to Woolwich, um, Elizabeth Line to... Paddington and then train from Paddington to Newbury wow so it's it's cut out probably about 20 minutes of previous possibly longer underground changing and traveling so it's a lot easier than it was um what else have I done I did a one-to-one class so the lady that I'm doing one-to-one classes with we've had another one and she did some portrait cookies she wanted to have a go at that because you're getting well good at those
0: aren't you
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting better I'm getting more confident with them she wanted to have a go because she doesn't have a projector, obviously, and wanted to use mine. So I was like, okay, come over, we'll have a go. And in about an hour and a half, she did one. I'd flooded one for her already, so then it was yeah. ready to paint. So she painted one and then flooded a different one. So she had, like, more than one one bit. Yeah. It looked very good. I was quite impressed. Oh, well done. Yeah. You see, yeah. I showed you the picture, didn't I? Yeah, you did. It so looked mm.
0: excellent. Mm. Yeah. yeah, So first attempt... Yeah, really I'm good. Sure. I'm not sure I could. Um... <laughs> I'm not sure I could be that creative. I'm not <laughs> I'm sure you could. Mm, um,
1: yeah. I went to Secret Cinema on Thursday. That was very good. I really enjoyed that. I haven't been before. Um, Where's that based, it's... Erica? It's different every time, hence the secret part. But oh. they basically, they're an immersive theatre kind of company and they do two different shows a year they have a summer one they have a winter one okay Uh, generally the summer one's outdoors and generally the winter one's indoors but the location's a secret and they basically recreate the film so they'll recreate sets they'll have actors playing the characters they'll recreate scenes and then there's kind of an immersive part at the beginning and I normally find immersive theater really awkward and a bit crap to be honest yeah but this was really good because everyone who's going gets given a character so you get given a name you get given some, they kind of split you into groups somehow. So with this, you're in different clans, different Ravager clans. Um, oh it was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. And um, there's, like, different things that you have to do. So when you arrive, you go and see your clan leader, and they'll tell you a bit. And, like, there's stuff you have to bring. So we had to bring items to trade, which was, like, Terran treasures, which was, like, old CDs, old toys, yeah. <laughs> that, posters, <laughs> that sort of thing. There's tats, really. It's, like, yeah. it's not... The idea is not that it's high value. It's all about the story that, like, you can sell it to them with. So, you have to, like, trade things for points. Um, There was all different bits in there. Yeah, so we kind of went in and there was um, Contraxia they'd made. So, that's, like, the the kind of like going out area in the film if you like and they'd redone that so they'd put in some of the bars that are in the film they've got the same like light displays for the shops that were there and it was a bit like a marketplace there was a bit in the center where some of the actors were with like a bit of a stage um with like a little pole and some chairs and bits and pieces and then around the edge there was different market stalls so some of them were food and drink some of them were like things to do with the the event so there was like a tattoo shop where you could get like temporary tattoos Uh, (laughs) um like a little photo booth thing sort of area to like sit and chat and then a trading bit like different stands and then off the side of that were two different rooms there was a uh what was in that one I think it was a nightclub was off to the side so it was like a but you went in and it was like a proper little bar. So there was like an actual bar. There was a DJ with a stand. There was like booths around the side. Oh, cool. But it had been done up as if it was like a bar in space. Yeah, um, wicked. And then off to the other side, there was a portal, which was like a fancy corridor to the nowhere, which was like another area in the film, Yeah, um, which again was another enormous room with different things in it. There was an MMA type fighting ring. There was a long runway type stage. There was a bar that had an upstairs with like live wow. performances in it um there was all, again like food and drink stands around the edge and other different stalls that you could like stop at and chat to so once you've done your trade you, you everyone kind of does a different thing yeah. but the actors will give you like tell you what to do next and then interact with you so there's people that play like the film characters and there's people that play sort of extra type characters so you can interact with all of them. And the ones that played the characters in the film were brilliant. They looked exactly like them, most of them. They sounded exactly like them. Oh, wow. Um, we did all sorts. We had a little sing-along in a bar, sung some ABBA. <laughs> a little <laughs> ABBA sing-along. They played some games. We played a little card
0: game for points. Um, Excellent. What do, you, what do they charge for tickets?
1: So the tickets are quite expensive, but it's also very long. So the interactive bit is like yeah. two and a half to three hours. Wow. And then you get the film afterwards. So we were so a day we were, Yeah. Like we were there from half five till I think we got out about half ten. Right. So we were there for five hours. And yeah. it was, I think the tickets were £60, but I got a, an NHS discount off of that. So I paid about 40 something for one of them. So okay. we kind of split the cost. Um but actually, you can see exactly where the money goes because it is so good. And everyone dresses up and everyone's in character. It doesn't feel awkward. It actually just yeah. feels quite cool. Um, we got thrown in jail and then had to try and break <laughs> out. So we had to do this, like, Backstreet Boys sing along. I was like, I want it that way <laughs> for the guards. And then they gave us the chance to, like, fight our way out of jail. So we were put in two prison cells. And then who's a the little raccoon character? I can't think anyway. Oh. He came on the video yeah. screen. And... Um, we had to do like a crystal maze type game to get out with all these different color blocks and the team that got out first you know won their points oh back my, and wow yeah there's a there was apparently like secret dance off rooms and all that sort of thing and we did a little like group dance off sort of thing in the club yeah. um with our like our lead our um clan that leader sort so of leading good. it along and the dj was there playing different songs and then at the end they kind of shepherd you all into um the room with the big runway stage
0: yeah and
1: they'll reenact parts of the film yeah with the characters so that was good it was kind of like a live action thing but the MMA ring they'd had fights in it and you could like bet on the fights to get credits and <laughs> all sorts of things it was basically like as if you were in the film basically yeah and they only really do sort of big cult films that are pretty popular oh wow so it was really fun I really enjoyed it and then at the end of it you watch the film, yeah. Um A lot of the other ones they have at the same time as watching the film, they'll have like live action being reenacted in front of the the film stage. So I think last time we did Dirty Dancing. Yeah. And where they'd like reenacted, or remade the entire Kellermans thing. So you could go to dance classes, you could go and do all sorts of things as if you'd gone on holiday to Kellermans. Oh Um, my God. (laughs) They had all the cast were like doing the dances. Yeah. At the same time as it was happening in the film in front of the stage.
0: And like they did the lift
1: at the same time, all that sort of thing um but they didn't do that in this one they just had a light show so the film part of it was less (laughs) spectacular but it was quite cool to see the film straight after because you'd notice things that you wouldn't have seen before so you'd be like oh we've just been there and like you'd see like where they'd got all their inspiration from and what exactly they'd recreated so yeah really I would recommend it as something for like a special occasion I'd definitely Mm. recommend it um this time it was in Wembley yeah, but they've been all over. Like they literally are all across London. All they will tell you when you book it is that it's X amount of travel time from a central London station. Oh, okay. So the location's pretty secret, and you're not allowed your phones in there when you go in. T- yeah, there's a couple of photo opportunities. Yeah. Then everyone's phones are sealed in like a magnetic thing until the end of the experience, and then they unlock them, and you can take a couple of photos if you want of the inside, and then you can go into the oh, right. like the okay. cinema bit so everyone is completely like
0: in the yeah, moment you, when yeah. you're there that's good i like mm. that idea i do like yeah. That. yeah yeah
1: really fun i would recommend it highly um mm. and we also went to cake and bake the day after yeah. the day after you've been to deep purple and the day after i've been to yes. the Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: both a little bit tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the end of it, and but and after purchasing bits, my hands were like falling off and oh. <laughs> but I mean it was an enjoyable day out. Yeah. I think. Um I think
1: it's one of the better cake and bakes I've been to, if I'm honest. I feel like yeah. there was more sugarcraft stuff there than there has ever been before.
0: Okay, that's good. I think I like I say I've only been to one a long time ago and I wasn't massively impressed with it. I did think it was more kind of ideal home. Yeah, I think so. Cake show. Mm. Um, although there were still a couple of random things thrown in there.
1: Oh god, yeah. Um, there was still the hair straighteners and frying pans yeah. and all that. Get your nonsense. garlic grater and Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> stuff that you don't tend to use for cakes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you know, on the whole, I mean it was a nice day and there was there was a few people there, wasn't there? And we we did get to go and see uh, Sammy and Bronya.
1: Yes.
0: Doing their podcasting yes. for the marathon. Yes, I wonder if they're still talking, or whether they've just been mute for a few days.
1: Hopefully, they've recovered by now. <laughs> for a very intense three days.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be hard work.
1: Mm. But yeah, a nice day out.
0: Yes, spent what? a lot. I felt like I spent a lot.
1: Shall, shall we link this into what's new then, and what did you buy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, what did I buy? I bought a couple of more, a couple more shabu uh, boxes. Yeah, which were fantastic bargains, um, and I got a straight edge from Lizzie Lou, which A scraper, uh, scraper, yeah, straight edge yep. scraper, so I can go around my ganache. Um, and I got I got some five inch ganashing plates, which I realised I didn't have. Got every other size, haven't got yeah. five inch. Uh. Um, uh, what else did we get? I got some cheese. Not sure how oh, that went yeah. in. But... <laughs> it was very
1: nice cheese. It was
0: very nice cheese. Yeah, I think we had our like, mini lunch. That was a, a, a appetizer. To our yeah. Room. Um. Is there anything else I got? I'm trying to think. What did you get, Erica?
1: Um. I bought some M and B's paste that was reduced to fifty p sugar paste. Yes. Because I use it for my wax paper transfers demo. And it's been incredibly hard to find lately because I think they're reformulating it, so I've bought two packs of that and that's in the freezer, yeah, <laughs> in case I have another demo um I bought what else did I bought one other thing what was it?
0: Yeah no i'm trying to th- I'm trying to think it was this was only a few days ago. yeah
1: <laughs> Good Lord, right, no, come back
0: to us, we'll randomly blurt it out in yeah um, as we as we talk but yeah, I can't think.
1: I don't know. I bought something else cake-related, but I couldn't tell you what.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I needed it. (laughs) It was obviously a hard night, wasn't it? The night before, you know? We just went round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I'll have that. Yeah, I'll just have that. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Now we've put them somewhere. No idea what we've got. Bloody miles.
1: No. No.
0: (laughs) Uh, Right, so shall we go on to what's new then?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What have you found?
0: Well, not a great deal in comparison. Well, I think we've kind of like duplicated a few things. But um, the two that I will go through, one of them that we found at Cake and Bake that we've not, neither of us have come across before, but mm. have been around apparently for five years, wasn't it? Yeah. I think? Which is nude cakes. Yeah. Um, So these are a a cake, a company who pre-make your, I don't know, say your vanilla sponge or your fruit cake or your chocolate cake or your red velvet cake, and you can order the size you want, and then they are delivered to you and you can decorate. Hmm. Um, So the only other place that we know of is Sweet Success. Yeah. That do them. However, I did, I mean, we tried a couple of pieces of their cake didn't we mm. while we were there um the fruit cake was very nice I yeah thought. i think
1: the fruit cake was lovely uh they've apparently won some awards for that so the six yes. inch fruit cake is 12.95 yeah uh, they go from four inch to 14 but i don't think many people are buying four inch cakes
0: no. um
1: the 14 inch is 69.95 and at the minute yeah. Which will probably honestly have gone by the time this episode comes out because we're recording a little early. Yeah. Um they've got a forty percent offer, which is what they had at the show as well. Yeah. So they were they did have some really good deals there.
0: Yeah. But that was that was particularly nice. And then mm. the um we tried a lemon, didn't we? Lemon yeah. and red velvet. Um I didn't mind the lemon, actually. That was quite nice. But I wasn't a huge fan of the red velvet.
1: Okay. But yeah, was I I personal. wasn't a massive fan of the sponge. I've got to be honest. I think it was okay. I don't think it was anything special. Yeah, but the fruit cake was really tasty. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: yeah. The sponges seem to start from nine fifty and go up to twenty seven fifty, and that is okay. for a nine fifty.
0: Got chocolate cake. Nine fifty
1: is six inch, and the twelve inch is twenty seven fifty, and they do six, eight, ten, twelve.
0: Right, but uh, if you want. If you're doing kind of like cakes that are deep, you're going to need two. two. Yeah, you'd need to. So.
1: Yeah. That's the same as Sweet Success, though. Like, they're kind of single okay. layer depth, almost.
0: Okay. So, are they about three inches, are they? Two and a half, three mm,
1: Two and a half, deep? I think.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, it's another option. Mm. Uh, if you don't like baking. Yeah. And who can blame you? <laughs>
1: or if you just don't have time oh yeah
0: <laughs> and the other thing that came through my feed which I was quite pleased about because I tend to see the same things over and over again of people, mm. people that we mentioned that come out so um, Amelia's Kitchen uh, she has some new stencils she's added to her range and actually on her, on her website there's 92 stencils oh good lord uh, yeah but I don't know which ones are new having not known what her previous ones are. And I can't find something that says new stencil. Um, so I would say go on her website. Actually, she's got some quite funky, um, stencils going on.
1: I've just clicked on the wrong Amelia's kitchen. Cause it's given me some residential baking courses.
0: Amelia's kitchen
1: stencils. Rather than, yes. Yeah.
0: Um, double barrel stencil provider. Uh, to a cake up to nine inches tall 15 pounds which i think is pretty good actually mm, um, yeah okay botanical but spen- stencils sp- What pencils <laughs> um so let's just double barreled nine uh tall cake stencil nine pounds wow actually yeah they're pretty good prices there are some price. that are okay so she's got a four-tiered cake stencil collection so presumably it kind of you, it, it tails up the cake yeah uh actually actually that's really good so you start at the base with a wider stencil and it actually you know um, they scale narrows yeah 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 until you get to the top oh that's cool mm. uh 32 pounds i think that's pretty good yeah well, i do so um i I'll go and have a look at amelia's kitchen Amelia's it, the website is Amelia's kitchen.co.uk. Okay. Uh, which is probably the easiest thing because I struggle finding her back on um, Instagram. Okay. Uh so
1: Lovely.
0: You, yeah, oh, and I'll just add my last uh, my last one, uh, mm. which is my class <laughs> that is new, <laughs> that is starting. Um next Monday, which will be the 31st, which it would have already started, won't it, by the time this comes out? Yeah. Um which we're we're making an elf elf on the fireplace. Ah, oh, because <laughs> elf cute. on the shelf shelf is uh, as I put somewhere shelf is pretty boring on a cake. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> fireplace is a bit more interesting. Um, and now I've actually made the um, demo one. Uh, I've worked out what not to do that's always a bonus good yeah now you just (laughs) got to remember it it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah that is always the challenge uh Mm -hmm. so i'm running that six weeks up till christmas because i've got to have a break on one night because i've got a covid concert to go to woohoo i'm out again yeah two years running this has been cancelled so i'm looking forward to another night out good go on then what have you got um, I have got the one
1: thing that we found that was not at Cake and Bake was Evil Cake Genius have got some new cake stands out. Um, so these are small, medium and large, and they come in black, white, gold, antique bronze or brushed silver, and they're all pedestal cake, da- cake stands. Um the large one is eleven point eight inches diameter and nine inches tall and is thirty-three dollars ninety-nine. So oh, I don't great. actually that's think
0: that's not very big, is it?
1: No, nine inches tall is pretty tall, but eleven point eight inches diameter is not very yeah. wide. It's not. But anyway, that's a large one.
0: Well that reflects uh, in the price then. Yeah. I did say I thought they were quite cheap.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um the medium one, the diameter is nine nine point eight inches. And is seven point eight inches tall. That's thirty dollars ninety nine. And the small one is seven point eight inches diam sorry, seven point eight inches tall and four point six inches diameter. And that's twenty six forty nine. That's a really tiny little thing, isn't it?
0: That's a cupcake.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, or like a table center, isn't it? Rather yeah. than a an actual cake stand. But they look quite nice. They're quite attractive. We couldn't find what they were made of, so we don't know. They really? don't look no wooden, more, but I'm, I think I'm... they're either plastic or metal.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I've am i just gone onto to the um, black stand, mm. and it says that black stand, the large one, measures 11.8 inches diameter.
1: That's what I said. Oh, did you? Sorry. I
0: thought you said 8 inches diameter. No,
1: no, 11.8. Oh, I only caught, I got the 8. But <laughs> okay. even still, I don't think a 12 Remind. inches is massively big for a large cake stand. <laughs> I would consider that to be, like, maybe medium.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like if
1: you were doing a wedding cake, you wouldn't have a cake stand that's less than 12 well, inches. Well,
0: that's what I yeah don't don't mind me, ignore me. Um, but I do, yes. Like I was saying, I I do like to know what it's made of and how um, how, much how much weight you can take. Yeah. So yeah,
1: but then I suppose if your cake stand is like four inches diameter, it's not going to well, take well. That, that one's much not going to be weight, too much it? of a problem. No, it's no. just that
0: it's the big ones that you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it going to take three tier?
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, one other thing, Vicky Tether from Yellow Bee, uh, Sugar Art. She's got a new book coming out, and it's called For Cuteness Cake, which is quite cute. Yeah. And it is a book of models for cakes, and
0: they're lovely. Um, it's
1: currently on pre-order. I think is it fourteen or sixteen animal cake toppers, and she takes you through the modelling process and shows each of them on like a little. Very simple cake. So you could make a cake with just the topper on it, basically.
0: Yeah. They are beautiful, actually. Really well executed.
1: Yeah, they're really lovely. I'll be launching the book at Cake International on the 4th of November. Pre-orders will be posted on the 10th of November. Um, And it's £25 to pre-order from her website. So if you search for Yellow Bee Cake Company, it will be on there. Yeah.
0: £25.
1: Yeah, very nice. I do like her style. We've also got Lissy Lou have launched their online cake school so we chatted to Charles Bells about this at um yes cake and bake she was very lovely and the online school has now launched so they've got currently there's only five classes on there and it's not a monthly subscription it's a buy the class you want and then you have that class mm-hmm. type of school which yeah. I think I prefer to be honest they've got you can get the bundle of all five for two hundred and ninety, mm-hmm. or you can buy them individually, and they're different prices. So there's an American buttercream recipes one, which is forty pounds. A the perfect vanilla sponge one, which is forty pounds. Foundations of a tall cake is sixty pounds. Let us ganache is one hundred and twenty, and then pastel vibes, where she does a whole cake with the donuts and the drips and all the rest of it, is one hundred and twenty-five. One thing I will say is that you can't really just buy the cake class that's 125 because yeah. you won't have in it the other aspects that are in the other classes mm. so it won't have the recipe for the buttercream it won't have the recipe for the sponge it won't have the stuff that's covered in the foundations of a tool cake like if yeah. you want the whole thing you do really need to buy the bundle mm. but if you know what you're doing with part of it then you might just want to dip yeah. in for one thing in dip Yeah, yeah and they've got a discount at the minute as well for 40% off which is really good I think um which is online forty. So online four zero will get you forty percent off those prices, which yes, is cool. a good discount.
0: Yeah. They look quite good.
1: Yeah. Uh one thing that I'm really excited about, which we saw at Cake and Bake, was Christina Georgiou of Tasteful Cakes has yes. launched a skin tones paste colour.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It looks great.
0: It does, doesn't it? One yeah. tub does everything.
1: Yeah. So it is one tub like the size of the Sugar flare ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's 25 grams, costs £4.95. But they'd done this row of like samples from using a tiny amount of paste to using like the strongest amount you can. And I would say every single one of those colours look like a skin tone, which for me, I've never seen that before. No. There's always nice something that. that looks a bit off. And I think every single one of those looked right.
0: Yeah. I was really impressed with it, actually.
1: Yeah, I was. I will probably, at some point, be buying that. I really like the fact as well that it's just one tub. Like, you don't need loads of different tubs. Yes. I mean, it doesn't go from every single skin tone. I'd say you can get a really light skin really easily. Um, it goes to, I would say, like, a a medium darkness for a black person. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to find people to, like, do a similar skin tone. I think Mo Gilligan is the colour it goes to, <laughs> <laughs> roughly. So, as a guide. so <laughs> like, who are people know of that's, like, yeah, around the same shade? I was, say, I was shade. assuming that everyone knows who Mo yeah. Gilligan is. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know Mo Gilligan. Go Google and look him. He's been on plenty of things. Um, Around his colour is about as dark as it's been shown to go. If you want yeah. to go darker, I guess you could just add a bit of black to it. But I would say that will cover most of your skin tone needs yeah. not absolutely but you can all never of get them. everything. No, spot not from perfect. one product. No. No. And the the undertone in this seems to be a kind of slightly yellowy undertone, which means that all of the brown tones actually look right rather than looking a bit clay like.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think it's a really great product. I'm very glad that she's brought that out.
0: Yeah, very good. And if I
1: hadn't brought all kinds of different colours in attempts to make skin tones, I would absolutely be buying that, but I'm sure I will buy that at some point because it's just much easier.
0: (laughs) You can clear out. Just think of all the space you can make.
1: Yeah, exactly. And how much less faffing around mixing colours.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Um, We also have something that we've launched. Yeah. We got some merch. (laughs) (laughs) So there are links on our ACAST website to both of these, and I'll put them in the show notes as well. Uh, we've got some T-shirts. So we've done two different things. We've got T-Mill for the UK, and we've got T-Public for the USA for two slightly different reasons. T-Mill are a sustainable company. Both of them are print-on-demand, so there's no stock held. You order it, they'll print your shirt, and then send it.
0: Yeah,
1: Um I like that. Yeah, T-Mill are a bit more environmentally friendly, but their size range is not as vast and they're based in the UK. So if you're based in the UK and those sizes fit you, then that would be the one. Uh, T-Public is based in the USA. Their size range is better um, and depending on where you want to buy from, then that might be better for you for postage as well. The UK ones are £20, the USA ones are $22 and we've got a women's relaxed fit or a men's sort of fit t-shirt and we've got um four different designs one says home baker one says sugar florist one says cake artist the writing goes down the center of the shirt I like and that. then has it has our little logo those are in black and then there's another design which says cake and it has like a little heartbeat and our our logo and that's in white i think the Tea public ones, it kind of lets you customize a bit more. So you can pick I think you can pick other backgrounds as well, like different colours. So if you order from Tea Public, you may be able to get it in other colours as well. But those are on there. If you would like to buy one, they um feel free. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same design on both sites. Um so if you would like to order a T shirt, let us know. Send us a picture of you wearing it.
0: Yeah. Be excited. I'd, I'd better go and order one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've
1: only got the um, sample pictures at the minute. We haven't gone for making our own yet because we're still trying to get a date in my diary to actually meet up and take some pictures.
0: Which may happen. Which may happen. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yes, Hopefully soon.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's move on. Okay.
1: This month we are talking about travelling with cakes. Fantastic. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of a necessity at some point, isn't it? It is. What's your experience of uh, travelling with cakes and your chaboos?
0: Oh, my chaboos. My chaboos are lovely. Um, <laughs> I, But I like to stack on site. So okay. I will put all of my cakes and I like to store them on my dining room table in them so they don't get dirty or anything. Uh-huh. Um, so they are perfect for that. Uh, what I want to do is invest in a tall one because okay. uh, travelling with cakes with flowers on the top and um, is a bit more of a challenge because I don't have a tall one so I have to still box and use extenders right um, so I do so I think there's a variety of kind of options when you kind of when you're boxing up um and I've I think I've gone through most of them I think I may be, it may be wrong but I've just I've recently invested in some um tall really sturdy cardboard ones mm. uh, where did I get them from I think I got them from cake stuff and I think they're about 20 quid each so they're an investment but okay I put my dummy cakes in for wedding fairs very easy to carry
1: yes but I, I can't
0: carry but three tiers of cake or you know is heavy yeah Um, Yeah, very much so. Yeah. I can't carry three tiers of cake knowing that I'm going to be going up and down stairs or, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, And I did, to be fair, I did have to lay the entire box out on the floor. And it was a bit like a blue Peter effort in trying to work out how to put it together. (laughs) So I did actually, I did message a friend. (laughs) It's like, phone (laughs) a friend. Please, how do I do it? (laughs) But I do feel that really, they really feel sturdy. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: The handles are are at the top. So I can I think I can I've see had over. some of them
1: before, but it yeah. wasn't £20. Right. It was just a really, like, corrugated card. Yeah. Three-tier cake box with handles in the side.
0: Yeah. Well, this is... I find these are fine, but I can't see my feet, so I can't see where I'm going. Yeah. I can see at the top. They're just big. Um, perfect for dummy cakes, I think, and keeping okay. the dust off. Um, and, then, and then you've got the normal cake boxes, which you can put the... Um, extenders in the corners yeah and so many times I've done extenders and it's still not tall enough so I've had to staple more extenders But then I feel like it gets flimsy yeah they put the lid on and the and then invariably they kind of I have to um sta- if it's a if it's a wedding cake or something I'll staple the the top of the extenders to the lid yeah and then cling film round and it is a faff if you need to just get into it to yeah do something um and peel it all back and then you've got to use more cling film and I I, I don't like doing that. Mm. Um and of course then you've got to sellotape all the cling film down and make sure you take scissors with you and blah blah. blah. Um, yeah. And that's it's what I end up fash. doing. It is. And I end up doing that for um for cakes with flowers on like on the top. Yeah. Um but then they've got those new uh or oh, new they're not new. The extenders that are longer. So, I think Cold Pit do them. Yeah. Um, and there's two lots. There's one lot that I tried that you kind of slot over the top of your cake all the way down.
1: Oh, the square box, kind yeah. of like it's an extra set of sides that goes yeah. in.
0: Yeah. I didn't like that because no. I'm I, my accuracy is diabolical. So, kind of. Yeah, that I in... found
1: it quite difficult to get over the cake box, if yes. I'm honest. It was like you needed more than one set of hands to do it without squashing the cake.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there's kind of ones that you can have now in two pieces. So it's like the length of two sides. Okay. Um it's like an L shape. Can, yeah. and But you can fold it. So it's got like, so it goes from a, I don't know, an eight inch. I think it's an eight inch, eight, 10 and 12. Okay. So one set kind of does all and you just fold it at the appropriate place. Yeah. And put two lots in, which haven't okay. been too bad. Alternatively. Cereal boxes and uh, boxes of <clears throat> beer have been known <laughs> to be used to yeah. create that side yeah. thing going on. Um, but it's it's just, it's a faff. Mm. The whole thing's a faff. So that's why I do like, I do like the Shibu. I'm, you know. Yeah. And I'm not advertising, lot, but I get nothing for this. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I do like the, the sturdiness of them, the way they fold it, you know, everything. But mm. there is there's a couple more kind of on the market. I've got um, a Sugarworks box. Oh yeah, which I do like, and I do keep. Uh, I've been keeping my um, class. Um, uh, what one? Sample. That's the one <laughs> in it. Uh, <laughs> but the problem, the the only problem with keeping stuff in it, is that it's got like a plastic corrugated interior. Okay. Which makes it sturdy, but obviously there's no air circulating. So oh,
1: okay. So it's no, not really a long term.
0: No, no. My poppies have wilted slightly in it. Can you um, not chuck a bag of silica gel. gel in? Yeah. Possibly. Because I've a- had
1: to put that in with all of my dummies because the room that they're oh. in is not really heated and gets damp. So anything oh. that's in there dispose yeah. monkey, so i have to have to look gel in all my demo yeah, stuff yeah
0: i could yeah that might that might help it um but again so the the handles on the sugarworks box is on the side mm. so although it's it's easy to move about but i find it a bit uncomfortable to move for any distance it's
1: not comfortable to carry when they're on the side because you need two no. hands don't you And you had to carry it in front of you yes um, so it's in the way of your legs.
0: Yeah, it's that's what I meant. It's quite deep, so you can't see where you're mm. going. So that's – it's good. It's sturdy. I feel the cake feels safe in it, okay. um, but just walking it. So in the car, perfect. Um, and, I, you know, I don't have any issues with it like mm. that. Um, and the other one was Cake Safe that okay. is advertised out there where you kind of build up the sides and then a rod – Oh, that freaks me out. Oh, yes. It goes all the way through your cake from the top. So you get to the venue and then you fill in the top bit.
1: I'm just going to say, I do not understand how the hell this works. Because presumably, (laughs) if you're needing to like dowel your entire like tiers of cake, you've got cake boards in between the layers or at least cake cards. So how are you pushing this through and hitting the exact centre of the cake? Because it gets pushed through from the top.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. But there's, yeah, there is a hole all the way through, isn't there? Yeah. So, yeah, well, my line... Well, I guess, I suppose, that the idea is that, well, yeah, when you... Yeah, stacking your cake, isn't it, on top. So you'd have to mark, wouldn't you, on the top of your next tier where your centre has got to go.
1: And make sure that you put that exactly central on your... yeah. Your cake. T- I just think it's. I don't understand how it works. Like I can see no. me having the stack cake, and then it goes through off center, and then like collapses yeah. half of it. No, bit.
0: someone I know's got one. I'll have to do a bit of a quiz and find out because yeah. she swears by it. She's been using it, but again, it realizes You're now carrying a three, four tier cake. Mm. I just can't. But I mean, I do see them like shoving it on wheelies and things, and
1: you yeah, know, it's still they're very we, heavy, aren't they? You've yeah, still got to still lift got all that th- yeah. onto the table.
0: Yeah. Uh, so then, it's not for me. It's not yeah. for me. I like stacking at a venue and kind of feeling safe. Mm. <laughs> uh, but there was the other thing that, um, that I was thinking about when we were talking about travelling with cake mm. is um, how you shove it in your car. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I always put a piece of advice on my sheets that go out uh, to put your cake in the boot of the car on the flat with nothing else in the boot. No buggies. No. No No Um, bottles of drink rolling around. (laughs) Exactly. Because invariably when they're collecting it, they're not going to take it in one of your nice carriers. They've got to take it in a cardboard box. Yeah. Um, Therefore crushable. Yeah. So anything that falls on it will crush it. Um, But I have seen so many people sit with it on their lap. Mm. Um it's gone into the footwell of the car. That's not too bad. But if you've got the heating on, potential issue there. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah. I've got to be honest actually. Whenever I take cakes for family, they'll always be on my lap in the car. Really? Yeah. But that's you carrying it. But they'll only be one tier. Do you know what I mean? They won't be massive. And it's also
0: you carrying it.
1: Yeah. And I know that like if I (laughs) they're not flat on my lap, so it's like it's on my knees and when I'll have my hands. At, like, yeah, the crease of my hips to make yeah. it flat.
0: Yes, yeah. Um, and where was the other? Um, oh, and I have had someone turn up to the shop and want to put their cake on the buggy to take home. I, mm. It was a two tier. Um, <laughs> I said no. <laughs> I understand the theory, but yeah. you need to build it up a lot more. <laughs> but, but the thing is, though, she wanted to turn up, put it on the buggy, have the child like walking. Like yeah. so one hand's on the buggy, heavy cake on the buggy at an angle, child in tow. No. Yeah. No. So I made her come back the next day with her other half and he collected it and took yeah. it
1: back. I um I've had someone come to pick up a wedding cake. So it was it was three separate tiers and they were doing a lot of it themselves. It was someone that I knew. Yeah. And she came to pick it up. Um, so I was like this is too far I can't sit up you have to collect it if you want and all you're doing is literally plonking a single tear on a cake stand there's not you know yeah. not a lot to do um, came up with a car full with two children two buggies loads of stuff that they'd already picked up for the wedding it's oh like you've God. got three boxes and three cake stands where the hell are you going to put them all she's like oh I didn't think of that so <laughs> I was like rejigging the car yeah. moving everything around we ended up having to put I think she had like two seats free in the car. So we ended up having to build up the seats to flat using various like children's jackets and like bits that were in the car already. (laughs) All this stuff to try and make it flat for two of them and then like put the seatbelt around it, essentially like the the lap bit of the seatbelt around it, because otherwise it was likely to just fly off
0: oh my <laughs> life
1: scary. and the other one got managed to get put in the footwell but you're like you can't put stuff on you can't put stuff on top of these yeah they have to go at the top
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's really really scary that was interesting <laughs> yeah. so erica how do you um travel with your um your stuff your demos so i'm on public transport for all of them i don't drive yes. um
1: I have designed all of my demo like dummy cakes they're all in a 10 inch box or smaller because I found that if I've wise woman a 10 inch box I know I can carry with my arm straight down at my side and it doesn't bash my legs yeah whereas if I go to 12 I've got to hold my arm away from my body yeah or carry it in front of me with both hands which is not like if you're traveling you need at least one hand to be able to like do ticket barriers and to like yeah. hang on to something if you have to stand up or you know look at your phone for directions so 10 is my ideal and I will tend to put the dummy off center so that then I get a bit more space at the front
0: okay because
1: otherwise you're limited either to quite a small cake yeah. Or not a lot of room all the way around it. So I'll tend to go off centre so I've got more space at the front of the board. Yeah. So I can put something there. As far as, like, packing, everything is in a box that is the right size. So there's not space around the edge. So I'll use the same size box as I've got board. Yeah. So it'll be a 10-inch box, 10-inch board. Yeah. I will tend to have some non-slip underneath it, but it's not essential because the board's not really going to go anywhere because it's already touching the edges. I find that's much safer than something that's got room to move. So my advice would be packing the smallest box you can get it in, which sounds like counterintuitive because you think, oh, what if it hits the sides? But if you've got a strong box
0: Mm. and it's
1: the right size, then nothing's going to move. What you don't want is something swinging around and back and forth because then it's going to be far more damaged. Yeah. I do have extenders on quite a lot of my boxes, but they're not massive.
0: Okay. So
1: by the time the lid's on... so just because they're taller? Yeah, or just because they're, they're taller. Okay. And then by the time the lid's on, that gap is sort of closed yeah. by the lid. Hmm. Um, I've also got a lot of stuff in Ferrero Rocher boxes, the square ones. Yeah, yeah. Because those stack nicely and they're not too big and they're also like 10-inch. So I could put one of them underneath the 10-inch cake box or on top of the 10-inch cake box okay. and it won't be a problem.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can get quite a lot in them. Potentially you could layer them up in a cake box.
0: Yeah.
1: And then put another box in, but I don't ever have that many that I need to bring. A lot of my demo things are in custom made boxes, so I made a box for my succulents that's not so massive. It fits four of them okay. in, it's got little cutouts, so they just go in the holes in yeah. the box to hold it still. The front comes off so I can take them out easily. Um yeah, I have kind of like Frankenstein a few boxes or designed <laughs> stuff in packaging that it just kind of goes as it is. Um, I like to use the blue IKEA bags for travelling stuff around because okay, I find yep. they're best. I don't like weedy trolleys because people trip over them. Yeah, they People do not see them. You cannot go through a busy station weaning a trolley behind you because no. it will get kicked. Yeah, I would rather have something that I can hold in my hand. And like I said, the 10-inch box... I can carry comfortably for a long time in one hand. Yeah. And then if I'm standing, that will fit comfortably between my feet without my feet being miles Mm. apart. So if I've got to stand for the journey, it will just go between my legs. If I've got a seat, that will fit between my feet in the seat as well. Yeah. So it's kind of protected from people either way. Um, The IKEA bags, as I said, work best. So there's two different types. It's the blue ones that I like. And you can get the big bag, which is called Frankta f-r-a-n-k-t-a yeah and it's 75p yeah they also do a kind of over the shoulder type bag which is 50p those I find a bit too small um I prefer the big long bag you can also get one with a zip I don't like the one with a zip I like the completely open top one it's got short handles and long handles and what I like to do is I'll put my cake box in the middle um sorry not in the middle in in the bag but kind of off to one side a bit. So the edge of it is in line with the center and the other half of the box will be other things like the, um, for Rocher boxes or whatever other demo bits I'm bringing, then if it, if I think it's going to rain, I'll put a carrier bag over the top okay, and then yep. you fold the edges in as tight as possible. So you kind of pull the, the short ends in, cross them over, tape it with like masking tape or, you know, packing tape, whatever you want to yeah. tape it with. Um, Then you can tie the two long handles together and hurry it by the short handles and then it is pretty much like weatherproof and quite compact and there's nothing flapping around. There's nothing moving around. Oh, okay. And it doesn't take up a lot of space when you're not using it because it is just a a blue, it's not canvas, is it? It's Some kind of plastic bag. But I find they're pretty sturdy and pretty strong and they can carry quite a lot of weight. They're quite comfortable to hold. If it gets wet, it's the wet doesn't go into the bag, it stays on the outside, so they are pretty waterproof. I mean I wouldn't put it down in a puddle, but you know
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> putting it down on the damp ground will not damage what's inside the bag and yeah, yeah, you can yeah. clean it quite easily as well. And they're cheap. So you've done done this 50. once or
0: twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> done it quite a few times. Um, if I'm travelling so I've done a few classes where I've like made a model. Yeah. And for models I prefer to lie them down. So What's worked best is I've got a shoe box, um, quite a small shoe box. It was from a pair of like.
0: You stole them off a child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's in like narrow, like off a pair of like flat shoes. Oh, okay. Shoes. Yeah. So not a wide, wide box, a narrow box. Um, and I filled it with like t shirts and clothing because this was, this was when I went to skills school last time I did it. Okay. So I put some of my clothing in the bottom. And then, obviously, if it was... This is for demo stuff, clearly, not for stuff that you're going (laughs) to (laughs) eat. something soft in the bottom, so you kind of create a bit of a bed that it can sit into. Yeah. Um, It wasn't a board, so the little board went right to the bottom of the box and then behind the body was essentially built up with clothing. Yeah. And that was that. Do you know what I was just looking at?
0: You've just inspired me, Erica. Um, If you were making a standing figure... Yeah. Could you slide it inside a kitchen roll tube? Because they wouldn't move around much in there, would they? No, I don't... mm. I don't know, I'm just looking. I'm just looking around my kitchen. Kitchen roll tubes are quite narrow, aren't they? I don't know, I don't think this one... What's this? This is a plenty one. I don't know it looks it looks reasonably wide I (laughs) (laughs) I guess it depends on the size of the
1: figure but potentially yeah I'm
0: just looking I'm just thinking oh well do you know what if if you could squeeze a figure down into that actually there wouldn't be much room for manoeuvre
1: no I think it's more about supporting the back of it yeah and it being for me it was about it being on something soft because I think if I'm lying it down in a box then the danger is that there's a gap between the back of the figure and the bottom of the box. As long as you build that up, I didn't want to build it up with something hard because the figure wasn't completely dry. And I feel like something in that situation, something hard is more likely to damage it than something soft.
0: You've got me thinking now because I've got a a demo coming up. (laughs) Oh.
1: What are you wondering?
0: Well, I'm wondering about using the inside of a kitchen roll tube. Okay. I might try it out, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other I'll thing I've seen back. people do is put them on a bit of polystyrene, like a cake dummy, but, yes. you know, not a decent one. Yeah. And then you use skewers to, like, create a cage around yeah. it. Yeah, So it doesn't wobble around.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I've also, so the same skill school, I did a cake that had extension work on it. So it had extension work all around the sides. Yeah. And that went in... A box, as I just described, sort of box same size as the cake, um, in an IKEA bag, tied it up so it couldn't all wobble around. The model was in the same bag, just next to it, and I was going back by coach, and this had to go in the hold of the coach.
0: Yeah, that freaks. Me
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, I wasn't also was not allowed to put it in the hold myself. They had to do it for me. So I had a bag that went in. I was like, oh, can you put it on? It's a bit delicate. Can you put that on top of my bag? Because there were other bags as well. Yeah. Anyway, obviously, as soon as this thing had set off, half the other bags were on wheels. So mm. <laughs> it had fallen <laughs> off the top of my bag and was, oh. like, sideways in a gap between two bags, but, but like, on a diagonal. So yeah. it was kind of, like, on the diamond. Oh. Um, and to be honest, I thought, as soon as I was like, oh, do you know what? I've taken pictures. I don't really care. I wasn't too worried about it. What am I keeping it for? It's not going anywhere. And then as I got to my stop and I opened it up and I was like, yeah, it's broken. And at that point, I just didn't really think about it anymore. Um, then on the bus on the way home from the coach, so the coach took me to, I think, Eltham. And then I had to get a bus back from there Okay, yeah. uh, full of school kids again, two packs. So I had to put my bag in like the luggage area on the bus. But yeah. they always filled. they're now filled up with the boxes of that course. hold the metro. So there's no space for luggage to go flat. So again, it was at an angle. By this point, I was like, oh, it's clearly broken, surrounded by school children. Um, And when I got it home, there was only about actually five strings that are broken because the cake couldn't move around in the cake box.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So it was only the side where, because everything fit quite tightly and because the cake board went up to the edges of the box, there was only so much it could move in. Yeah. And it was quite a sturdy box. Yeah. There was only a handful of strings that were broken. Amazing, it was only on one side. Yeah.
0: Royal icing is like concrete, isn't it? Once you've got it, you know. I mean you... it is,
1: but string work is delicate if you if you poke it, essentially. Oh,
0: yes. Yes, as long as you don't poke it, but actually travelling with it seems to yeah. be reasonably it's, straightforward. Yeah,
1: it's it's not that difficult. No. Um yeah, I don't find it too hard travelling with cakes. I design stuff intentionally to be light. Yes. I design it intentionally to be small and I know that it needs to fit in a ten inch box. Yeah. Um that box can also in the IKEA bag. I can also, if I don't want to hold it in my hand, I can put my arm through the little loops and have them around my elbow. Yeah. So yeah. it's a bit easier to carry something that's heavy.
0: Yeah. That's my do you know what? I, mean, you, I know that we were um, when we were at cake and bacon. You were debating whether or not to get one of those shabu carriers. Yeah. But do you know what? I reckon that you'd be you'd be good with one of those carrying your dummy cake because when I got it home, it's exactly the same size as my other my other carrier. Yeah, and it's a 10 inch square by 13 inch high.
1: Yeah, but so that's the issue with that is if I was carrying that, I couldn't carry anything else. Whereas if it's going in the IKEA bag, I can put other stuff in with
0: it. Oh, sorry. I thought you carried, you put your, um, the box goes in the IKEA bag as well. Mm. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought yeah, you had yeah, it in yeah. your hand.
1: No, no, no! Between
0: your legs. Oh, it's the goes in the bag. No, box. Right.
1: it's okay. all all in the IKEA bag. So yeah, in yeah, the yeah. IKEA bag goes the ten inch box plus whatever else I'm taking.
0: Okay, yeah. Hold the enough. sides
1: in, tape it. If it, if I think it's raining, just put a carry bag in before yeah.
0: that. Um, we it do. Up are we do the up. Do I thought bundle. You had to carry a bag and a box. In no, your bag. no, no!
1: Just just the bag.
0: Oh, okay, that makes so sense. So I feel then. like
1: then the shabu would just be you've got another carrier. extra weight. Yes,
0: you've got another. You've got to balance yourself out with two yeah. hands yeah, and
1: handles that are just in the way. So yeah yeah i need one i need one arm free you do yeah especially if you've got especially if you've got a stand on a train yeah on a tax train you can't have stuff in both hands
0: uh no basically it's a bit tricky yeah it's a bit tricky but yeah well i think i think that's um kind of i think we've gone through everything unless uh, other than sorry, i've just thought about mm. travelling on a plane, but i haven't ever done that i've no never had i to.
1: haven't either i know that um Jackie Kelly has spoken about it before quite a few times because she travels sometimes to teach, yes. and she when she teaches, there was some convention in like Florida or something that she taught at, oh, and so a lot fly, of the people it? might have been so far I'm not sure, um, but it was somewhere in America, and a lot of people flew to take the classes and were flying back to elsewhere in the country. Okay, so having known this in advance, every single person that did her modelling workshop also got a sheet to take with them to show at the airport which showed the internal structure like Mm. photographs of the internal structure how it's been created what's in the box so you can stick that to the box and be like right this is what's showing up on your your x-ray machine so I think having prepared that sort of stuff in advance makes a lot of sense because the last thing that you want is to get to the airport and then having to cut something open because it's just shown up as like a solid mass and we don't know yeah. what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty gutting, wouldn't it, to do a class and then have it ripped yeah. apart at the airport. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's those kind of things that I, I really wouldn't have thought about, actually, like the forward thinking of yeah. actually how, what they're going to see in the scanner mm. so that, you yeah. know, you're not going to have your cake or your construction deconstructed. Big gutting, wouldn't it, if you were taking a wedding cake or something yeah,
1: abroad. I know. Well I know also I know a number of people that will actually travel with the bits and make it when they get there. So you make sure that you arrive like a few days before and you make yeah. it in your hotel room rather than
0: So what take the cakes as in iced and stuff and mm. nothing else done to them and then create. Not even the rest necessar- out there.
1: I think maybe not even necessarily iced, so they can just see that they are cakes.
0: Right. Yeah. Not sure I could cope with that in a hotel yeah. room.
1: Or even like find a local bakery or yeah. a local cake, you know, a local cake shop, and say, "Can I bake this in your oven?" I'm doing this. This is for
0: yeah. Again, it's you know. it's advanced planning, isn't it? Mm. It's all in the advanced yeah, planning. Yeah. But I think there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to travel if your cakes are dowelled properly. Oh god, yeah. Um, and or you travel with them separate. Mm. There's no reason why we, as cake makers can't get our cakes to a from a to b in one piece it's generally people who aren't cake makers so like your customers yeah are the people who are pick it up by the side of the cake without putting their hands underneath or yeah. hold it at an angle that, that happened to me once um a cake someone complained <laughs> This was actually, funnily enough, this was the same person, uh, note to self, um, the same person who tried to take the cake on the pushchair home. Okay. So, from <laughs> that point, you know that there's an issue, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the complaint was four days later. So, it was almost as though someone had said, oh, you should try. You should try and get in contact. So, mm. it was taken. um, standing at their house overnight, absolutely fine. Um, They then put it in the boot of the car. One of the hottest days of the year, that's another thing. So travelling, think about the temperature. Uh, They travelled it from Gravesend to Maidstone, so 10, 15 miles, not very far. Now I'm going to make wild assumptions because I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. But... The I think that they probably left it in the car while they went and checked in and sorted out what they were doing. Big no no, <laughs> take the cake with you. Um,
1: yeah.
0: which is obviously then and at the time I wasn't ganashing cake, so it was buttercreamed uh, with fondant over. Mm. And I think that they then came back, picked it up, was holding it at an angle because it had slipped. Yeah. There was a handprint on the side of it where they tried to stop it. <laughs> yeah, there's all those things that you can see as a cake maker. What's yeah? Called it. Um, and then it was put on the side, and it was it was their daughter's first birthday, which was really sad.
1: But yeah. it wasn't
0: my fault. Yeah, it was. It was little errors that they'd made and not thought about. Yeah, um, I've had
1: people who've picked up cakes before, and it's been for like. I don't know a family party that's not at their home. They've picked it up the day before, you know, the day before. Yeah, and it's like, oh, we're just going to leave it in the car overnight. It's like, no, I think you should bring it in the house. Really, I strongly advise you don't leave it in the car overnight.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think those those they're they're the things, aren't they? Not leaving it in the car overnight. Don't put it next to the radiator. Yes. Don't Um, leave it in your sunland or. Don't put it in the fridge if it's not you know if it's going to sweat. Yeah. Um, and it's all those little things and. You know, if you are going to travel with a cake in the summer, work out how you're going to put, maybe put ice packs around your boxes. Mm. I did see a good DIY one where it was like in two boxes, like a bigger yes. box and smaller box, and then freeze bottles of water and take them to the corners. Yeah. Or secure them somehow so they do not move mm. um, to your corners, which gives you, you know, keeps it cool if you don't want ice packs. My freezer is now loaded with ice packs. There's more ice packs than there are. Yeah, I've I've ended up with quite a lot of ice packs in here as well. (laughs) They've come out now because I feel like I don't need them. They're in a cupboard, but they will be going back in later. That's a a genius idea. Why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Because there's no room in the cupboard, so we're just still in the freezer. But, yeah, it's all those kind of little things. Yeah, it's almost
1: worth making a little video yourself of this is how to collect your cake. So like making a point of explaining right pick it up from the bottom hold it like this close to your body hold it flat yes. here's how I'm putting it in the car these are suitable places in the car you can put it you can put it here there's nothing else in the boot this yes. is how you put it in the seat footwell this is how you lift it this is where you store it in your house yeah like make a little like what's like a little reel and yes. then you can just send it to every single person who orders yeah. before they have collected like at the time they confirm their order
0: yeah yeah so that absolutely
1: They've Absolutely. got it, and you're like, "Did you follow my instructions?"
0: Yes. <laughs> you couldn't have been more blatantly obvious, could you, if you do it like yeah. that? Yeah, no, yeah. That's a really good idea, actually. No, I, I would, I would recommend that. But I really <laughs> don't let my customers take their wedding cakes. Oh, I do. Do you?
1: Yeah, because I don't deliver because I don't drive. So no. it's a condition of everyone when I make a wedding cake, and like, you do realize I can't deliver this for you. You will need to pick it up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um i've not made anything stacked more than three tiers and the top tier being four inches yeah so that's the limit i would do in terms of stacking um a lot of them are either separate tiers or two tiers and a third cake or like hmm. a small three tier, small three-tier cake essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. um i center a dowel. i don't use a lot of external decoration that can come off if yeah. you know what i mean yeah like it's the less often there's figures it's normally they'll be providing some kind of topper or the topper mm. is pretty you know
0: yeah
1: not the not the the focal point um and as long as i will carry it to the car for them yeah and put it in the car and then explain how to get it out put some non-slip under it all the rest of it yeah 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 and then it's kind of up to them like that is part of the risk that you take but i know my friend when she picked up her wedding cake, her dad did an emergency stop with the wedding cake in the car. She was like, Dad, the cake! <laughs> <laughs> was and it, it was right? completely fine. It was a oh. three-tier cake that had already been stacked and it was absolutely fine. Oh,
0: wonderful. Like, I
1: do tend to stack my cakes the day before they're being picked up. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't stack it straight away so it's all set. Yes. Like, I would stack it the day before yes. and then – once in the morning i will give it a considerable tip in either direction to make sure that i'm happy that it's not moving around
0: oh erica can you imagine doing that and it wasn't
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that i'd rather know well while there's time to fix it do you know what i mean rather than
0: rather than than get it in the car Yeah. yeah exactly yeah well i have had one i've had one that has gone to oh gosh where did it go it went up north somewhere um, mm. It was, it was a friend of my husband's um, and they're all blooming lorry drivers. So the, the, the it was a three tier like you, and it was pre-stacked mm. and it went in a lorry and traveled in a lorry. It's completely out of my control. You know, when things, I think when things are in your control, you feel a lot happier and you know how to repair them. But when yeah. they go, so my husband took the cake to someone else and she drove the lorry up north so that's like another person in between taking she wasn't um she wasn't anything to do with the wedding at all yeah um so she had to then take it drive it up north and then there was another handover <laughs> of course <laughs> I, and that does make you slightly jittery um yeah. but it got there it got there it was fine it It didn't have any decoration on it i didn't Un unbeknownst to me uh they put fresh flowers on it okay um i think I as well that like
1: the kind of cakes that we do like we do sugar pasted cakes so as long as you're using a professional paste that dries quite yes. firm and is quite firm yeah that is quite structural as well i think a buttercream mm. cake is more likely to move around than yeah. you know a royal iced one or a a sugar pasted yeah. one so definitely. there's less risk in what we're doing yeah
0: for for damage of that definitely, sort anyway definitely. well should we do our ones to watch Yeah, let's. Okay, go on then. What's yours? Okay, mine is Maggie Austin.
1: So on Instagram, she is Maggie Austin Cake. All one word. And um, it says, Maggie Austin, artist, author and instructor, finding beauty in the process and imperfections. Well, let me tell you, her work is absolutely beautiful. It is. And it does not look imperfect at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's very kind of ethereal, delicate but sometimes a little bit dark and stormy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a lot of sugar flowers. That's kind of her main thing. But she also does painting and she has got like actual cakes. It's not just sugar flowers. They are displayed on cakes. Mm-hmm. But I just think that the way she displays stuff, it looks so kind of natural. They almost look like... Um, it's like she's taking it out of a woodland. Yeah, or like out of a painting. Yeah. Like a sort of the kind of painting that you'd find in a stately home. It's a bit dark and like yes. mysterious. Um but yeah, her work is absolutely lovely. It's very delicate, very light. Um, I've got one of her books before and there's a lot of different techniques in there. She is based in America. She used to be a ballet dancer and then had an injury and couldn't dance anymore and then ended up becoming a cake maker. Um, her, she's got a workshop called Maggie Austin Studio in Alexandria, VA. I've forgotten what VA is. VA is that
0: Virginia? No, don't know. Hang on. VA. Go to maps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Alexandria. VA. Oh, great. Alexandria of Virginia. 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 Okay. So she's based in Virginia, in America. Um, She's got a number of different courses. So she does in-person ones. Um there's sugar flower immersion, there's romantic watercolor and flowers, still life with flowers, fruit, and butterflies, the wedding intensive introduction to gum paste, the rose clinic um and she's also got some books which are really rather lovely. I just love the delicateness of her style, and I feel like mm. I can see that she was a ballet dancer in her style. I know it sounds ridiculous to say, but it's got that kind of precision but lightness and There's a lot
0: of um I wanna say I'm just looking at one of hers at the moment and there's a lot of sway and yeah free.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of movement and yeah, yeah, movement but with precision. And Mm. her book is structured in the same way that you would teach a ballet class. Yeah. Yeah. So her thing was if you do if you go to a ballet class, you start with the basics, you do little routines. Uh, not the routines you do little drills essentially at the bar so you do pliés and then you do you know put a bra and all sorts of things yeah and you practice the things individually and then you go to the center and put it all together yeah and that's kind of how her book structured. so it's like these are the basics these are the things you need to practice and then we're going to put it all together and make a cake and make a make a bouquet yeah so it's kind of teaching you the basics so then you can do what you want with it almost yeah um but I just love her style honestly it's so there's a likeness to her flowers that you just don't really see in a lot of places mm. or likeness to her work in general. And it's very sort of ethereal and
0: yeah, I love it. Yes, I do. Re- I really like the, um, I think ugh, the only way I can think about it is like a really artistic It's the whole painting yeah. kind of style. You could, you don't know whether you're actually looking at real flowers, a cake necessarily Um, or flowers that she does air drying clay quite a bit as well i think yeah um and the way she displays them they really look like a piece of artwork
1: yeah she's also done which was a way down because i know we talked about her a while ago um but we never released that bit (laughs) never made it out so i'm gonna talk about it again because i think this is very impressive She's redone the ceiling roses in her house and she's done them out of clay. Oh, yes. But she's done them using all of her, like, flower techniques. They are incredibly beautiful. Yes. They are absolutely stunning. They're all, like, petals and she's used some little leaf moulds and basically made a clay ceiling rose for her lights. And, well, she's made more than one. She's made quite a few and they are absolutely stunning. Yeah. Really, really, really beautiful. Um, there's also, I think she's done some mirrors as well, and a few other little home type things. But they, oh no, is
0: it a mirror?
1: Is that a hole in the wall? I'm not really sure.
0: Oh, um, are you talking about the the blue?
1: No, I'm talking about there's like an oval hole in in one of her walls <laughs> that she's kind of covered in petals, and it just looks gorgeous. Oh.
0: Um,
1: what does it say? Uh, maybe it's just a whole. It says, looks like a, a portal into some magical place. Happens to be an itty bitty kitchen through there. Oh, it's okay. So it's like the little, um, what do you call it, the little hatch to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just made it very pretty. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So go and check out Maggie Austin. Mm. Her work is absolutely gorgeous. Um, on Instagram, she is Maggie Austin Cake, all one word.
0: Fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Who have you got, Sam? Well, I have chosen my little bakery twenty sixteen. Okay. Uh, so she is on Instagram my underscore little underscore bakery twenty sixteen. Um and I'm I'm not a massive biscuit person, mm. but she she describes herself, and I have to say, I've tried to find her name, and I can't find it. Oh. Um, I've just got My Little Bakery, artist, cookie artist, cookie award winner, YouTube video tutorials, San Diego, California. Okay. Okay, So, but I, I love your work. Tell us your name.
1: Uh, <laughs> she
0: hasn't even got on her icon, she hasn't even got a picture of herself. No. <laughs> um, but the delicacy with which she does her cookies. I'm um, particularly, I mean, I do, as we all know, I love flowers. Um, yeah. But the detailing in some of the floral work that she does, uh, like with the airbrush, she does some airbrushing. Um, she does pipe work. And there's one that I found. So I have had a quick look at her YouTube. And Honestly, for techniques and stuff, just for anything, go and watch the YouTube um Tutorials they're amazing okay. um, so there is a so there's a hot now I can't work out correct me if I'm wrong but can you make lace using wafer paper I so, don't see why not see there's she in her tutorials she's got little squares which to me looks like wafer paper but I could be completely wrong and she makes them wet and then puts it on the lace mat. And essentially then spreads it in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of set and then she peels it off and then uses it. I thought, wow, never thought of that. Um yeah. But that's what it looks like to me. So, and I've never seen that done before, but that could just be me. I've not seen a lot of lace stuff. But mm. she's, and she does a lot of kind of painting on on cakes and I have seen the technique before and I want to say the lady's name Stephanie somebody years back uh did a technique where you load your brush up with um a lighter colour on one side and then a darker colour in the centre and then you wiggle your paintbrush round. Yeah. And it makes um it makes beautiful um florals. And she's she's done this on cookies, but the the colouring on the back like the background, she's really complemented with the colours that she puts on top. Um, and she's she seems to do quite a lot of, um, what's the words that I'm looking for, um, layering of stuff on cookies. Yes. So
1: I really love her cookies. They're really, really they're beautiful. They're beautiful, aren't
0: they? And mm. I think, so what she's done, if you go down, some of them have got tiny little squares and what um, there's a little uh, reel or something partway down. It's got a little pair of, I thought it had scissors on it, but yeah, a little pair of scissors. And it's like a um, cross-stitch type thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where she's created the um, lace. So she's flooded the back of the cookie. Mm. And she's created this um, lace, which I I think is out of wafer paper. Um, then that goes on top of the cookie. And then she's using those little squares to do yeah. the design. Oh. And you can just sit and watch. I can watch these things for absolutely hours, as we know. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but I just—I've not seen that done before. That technique using, you know, I've seen a lot of people piping the lines on, mm. but not using like a, a an edible lace. Whether that is wafer paper, if I am right. Yeah. Um, I just like the technique, and I love the coloring that she does um, as well. Yeah, um, it's
1: all very, very beautiful. I found her name's Nadia. Oh, well and done. She's from Ukraine. Really. Yeah, so oh, okay, scroll-
0: so, but she's in San Diego now? Because um, it says on possibly, her bio, San Diego, California. San Diego.
1: Okay, if you scroll down, there's an awful lot of stuff about the war in Ukraine, and it appears that she is Ukrainian. Oh, okay. And she's signed some of her posts where she's done like a T-shirt that she's created. She's sort of signed it, Nadia MLB. Oh,
0: yes, okay. I've got a little, I've got a little hashtag Ukraine flag. There's there's two pictures that she's
1: she's done. One's in the middle row, and one's in the left hand row. When it gets to all the like the non cakey posts, t-shirt quite at the designed. top of it.
0: I've found it. Oh, she's got an ex an Etsy um shop, then. Yeah, yeah. Nadia MLB.
1: Yeah. Shipping oh. in North America only, so maybe she is. She's over based there. In yeah. America, all proceeds yeah. go
0: to support Ukraine. Yeah. Ah, fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Because she's she's also posting in a non-English language, so she's obviously fluent in something else as well.
0: Ukrainian, I guess. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, But, yeah, her work is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, And I found it really inspiring. So go and check out my underscore little underscore bakery 2016 and be inspired. Yes, absolutely.
1: And if you fancy taking a visit to her Etsy shop, then do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, So I think we've come to the end. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Another one in the bag. (laughs) Yeah and almost the end of another year can you believe it oh goodness let's not think about that <laughs> mm. <laughs> well so thanks everyone for listening again it's lovely to have you with us um, if you want to leave us a review anywhere we'd love to have one
1: <laughs> yes please or just some stars you can click on the show and uh, review it on Spotify or iTunes just stars without having to write anything
0: <laughs> or just email us uh, the sugar craft yeah. junkies yeah. Um, I can't remember the, what's the rest of the email address <laughs> At gmail.com. There you go. Oh, it was was that easy. (laughs) Yeah, just send us an email and say how fab we are.
1: (laughs) And if you do buy any of our T-shirts, then uh, send us a little message and let us know because we'd love to see you. See you wearing them. Uh, You can follow us online at the Sugarcraft Junkies where we'll post pictures of things that we have mentioned in this episode. And we'll be back on the 14th of December with (gasps) another episode for you.
0: That'll be the last one of the
1: year. I know. Oh. worrying right <laughs> oh yeah okay we will speak to you then have a good month
0: bye again.
1: bye!